Today's show is pre-recorded. Everybody, y'all listening to the voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. I got a radio show. Just trying to give God some back. Just some back of what he even gave me. Just a portion, you know, just I'm just trying, man, to 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 show some type of gratitude for all his blessings. I'm just trying to, man, just just get it right sometimes. You know what I mean? I mean, man, you just can't do what you want to do and just live wrong all the time, man. You got to, at one point in time, Steve, come on, man. Come on, man. You could do better. I know you can. You know, and, and, and you know what I had to do? I had to stop saying, I'm going to try to do better. And I just had to say, hey, man, I'm going to do better. You know, uh, tr- trying is just to put forth an effort, and then if it don't work, well, Okay. But if you make up in your mind that I'm going to do something, then trying isn't enough. It's getting it done is the only thing that matters. See, it's the difference between doing and trying. We're going to try to win the game or we're going to go out here to win the game. Now, trying to win the game means that you could lose. But when you got in your mind made up, most athletes will tell you that they go out there with the full intent and purpose of winning and winning only. See, they don't put the second-place finisher on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Second place don't get you there. You you got to win. And now take it out of the scope of athletics, but keep it in that type of, type of analogy. In life, man, you just want to, you want to win in life, don't you? I mean, at the end of the day, don't you want to be on the cover of Sports Illustrated of life? Don't you want to be recognized for your hard work? Don't you want 
you know, to be recognized in the bonus structure down at your job? Don't you want to have your plaque up on the wall down at your job? I mean, most people do. Some people could care less. Some people don't care about looking good or being their best. And that's cool, but I ain't talking to them, though. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to those of you who who, who want to be the best you can be. You know, people, people kill me when they get mad at, at, at people. And he brown nose and he all up on the employee of the month. Man, the dude doing his job to the best of his ability and he getting recognized for it. What's that got to do with all that you talking about? Because you ain't up there. You know, it's amazing, man, how people describe other people's success. He's so lucky. Lucky? Hey, man, don't they kind of get you a little bit when people call you lucky? When Let me tell you what luck really is, y'all. Luck is when hard work bumps up into opportunity. Some people call that luck. But hold on. Let's, let's think about this. If you wasn't working hard and opportunity presented itself, what would you call that? But see, when you've been working hard and opportunity presents itself and it bumps up into each other, now people want to call that luck. But hold up. Here go the part, though, that they ain't paying no attention to. Yeah, that opportunity came by. But if you had not been working hard and the hard work had not ran up into opportunity, what would you have? No, sir. It's not luck. It's work. It is work. Because there's a scripture that says faith without works is dead. But my mama was a Sunday school teacher. She taught me enough, though. Now, I know the difference between right and wrong just like you do. You ain't got to, you know, it, it kills me when people write a strawberry letter. Am I wrong for this? You know, good and well, look at, let's read your letter. Are you wrong for this? You know, you wrong, but you don't need us to be telling, you know, but I'm going to do this anyway. Well, see, go ahead, though. Do what you want to do. But you know what, y'all? Here's the best advice I can give you. And this is what I really uh, came to talk about this morning, but I got sidetracked because I listened. Get out of your own way. So many of us are blocking our own blessings. We're just in our own way. We are in our own way. And one of the most dangerous ways you can get in your way is to do it your way, to get it figured your way, and to lock in on your way, and this the way it's got to go. Do you know how many people are blocking their blessing? Do you know how long I blocked mine with that mindset right there? Look, because it's the way you do it, you think that make it the right way? You think jazz because you done thought on it long and hard, and that's what you really want. Do you really think that your way is the right way, or could there be a better way? See, until I started listening to God and started paying attention to his way, man, I was spinning my wheels, man. I was out here so determined this is how I was going to do it. But, you know, I had to learn how to get out of my own way because just because I could do it my way didn't mean it was the right way. I had to get out of my own way. Just get out your way, man. Now, what, what, what does that mean? That means, see, set your goals. That means have your dreams. That's, I'm, I'm saying set your goals, man. I ain't saying don't set goals. Listen to me. Set your goals. What is it you want to happen? What is it you'd like to have? What is it you'd like to be? What do you aspire to? Set your goals and set your dreams. Now, take your goals and your dreams to God and ask God to show you how. Man, you can save yourself a lot of pain. Listen to somebody who did it his way for so long. And when I finally got out of my way, out of my own way, when you've heard old people say, let go and let God, you've heard them say that. I didn't, I didn't get it. But I got it now. Let go 
and let God. And it's an amazing little saying, though. Now, you know, you may not get it now. It took me a bunch of years to get it, too. But when I took my goals and my dreams and my vision to God, and I said, God, this is what I hope for. This is what I aspire to. This is what I want to be. This is where I would love to get to. Then I said, help me. Show me how. Point me in the right direction. Let me follow your footsteps. Guide me. Give me a a spirit of discernment. Show me who wrong. Because I meet people every day, ain't up to no good with me. Every single day. Oh, man. Man, I can't believe I run up into you, man. The Lord told me something was going to happen to me today. Well, see, I talk to him every day. He did not mention you to me. He he ain't said nothing to me. He didn't tell me what was going to happen in my Now, that don't mean it can't happen. Because I'm open to it. So really, man... I'm, I'm, and, I, and, I, and, and please know I'm listening as well as I've ever listened before. But, but get yourself together, though. See, know your goals and your dreams, and then let God show you how to do it. He'll do it. You know, it's so important, everybody, that you get focused, that you aim for something, that you dream of something, that you aspire to something. But it's the most, the best thing you can do after you do all that. Man, get God involved in it, man. Talk to him. I mean, why would you not? What you got to lose? You ain't got to go down there and make no big scene and and run laps around the church and run up there and throw yourself on the altar and scream and flip over and throw money in the air. You ain't got to do that. This you and God, man. This you and God. You know, you got to serve and praise him the way you do it. You got to let nobody else tell you how it's done. It's a personal relationship. People kill me if you don't do it this way. If you don't come here to this church and you don't run around in this circle and you don't get flipped in the air and you don't. Hey, man, you better go have a relationship with God. See what that's about. You understand? Don't nobody throw you off with all that. All right? All right, y'all. Talk to him. He'd love to hear from you today. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, I think that we ought to just go and get it started. Mm-hmm. You've been waiting. You done woke up. You're driving home. Are you doing some things that didn't last it all night long? Ain't none of that in my business. The fact of the matter is, you are here to bear witness to the greatest morning show on planet Earth. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Harvey Morning Show. Let's go, Shirley Strawberry. Good morning, Steve. Thank you. Welcome back here now. Carla Pharrell got some power down there in Houston. Uh-huh. Back in the building. What's happening? King of Prank, nephew Tommy, he still got some power because he got rich-ass friend. Come on. <laughs> I'm in the building. Top of the morning. <laughs> I'm here. Yeah. I'm here. What's happening? How are you, Steve? Well, you know, I'm good. Uh-huh. Trying to get my program, get myself together, get healthy this year, try to inspire the 50 and up group. Come on, let's stay mm-hmm. with it. Got a group of guys that I'm on a text feed with that we went to school together. We decided to challenge each other. A couple old head, OGs. OGs? Yeah. They're just trying to be some, you know, some <laughs> MAGs, some mags. What's trying mag? to go from OG to middle aged gangsters. Oh, <laughs> too close to MAGA. That was too close to yeah, MAGA. Nah, it ain't close to MAGA. Mag, mag wheels ain't got nothing to do with no damn MAGA. Oh. 
M-A-G, middle-aged gangsters. Bunch of OGs trying to turn back the clock and be some middle-aged gangsters. And let me tell you something. It's hard. It's hard to be a middle-aged gangster. Yeah, it's hard to be a middle-aged gangster once you're 60-something. <laughs> but you're working on it, though. <laughs> yeah. I did Bikram yoga for the first time. Okay. What is that? What is that? Uh, it's 26 dedicated poses in 104 degrees. Yeah, that's that hot. Uh, you cooking how'd yourself. You do? How'd you do? Yeah. I finished. Well, how you know, I did. That, that, we didn't say, did you finish? There's a difference. Oh, did you, you do all the poses? Well, fit, hell no. Yeah, I saw all the poses. What how many did you get in? One? <laughs> the first one? The first one, one when you started? <laughs> yeah, when you stand up and put your hands over your head, I can do that. All day. Uh, then what? Then what was next? But your, but you gotta make your your uh, you gotta, do you gotta make one. your uh biceps touch your ears and then hold them straight, straight the elbows out. Oh, don't worry about oh. it. That's the, that's all you are gonna be able to do. All the rest of it, you gonna eat dog. Who that felt good? <laughs> no, good I was sitting there looking at them people. Though. Oh God Almighty, I bucket puddle. But I'm <laughs> telling you, man, I felt really good. I'm gonna go back again. Um, okay. oh, you are. Tomorrow, um, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna tell you something, man. Um, it's it's the hardest thing I've ever done. I, first of all, I couldn't do the poses. Couple of them I almost got, but that was all. It was, some of them was just I just started laughing at the lady. <laughs> well, congratulations, what? Steve. <laughs> Keep up the good work. Coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, we'll do some ask the CLO Chief Love Officer right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we go. Time for the CLO Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building. Let's go. Marcus in Atlantic City says, recently my fiance lost a lot of weight, so she looks great. But she has a flat butt. Her sister had weight loss surgery and got a Brazilian butt lift, so my girl wants one too. Her sister Mm. was at our house, and my fiance encouraged me to look at her butt and feel it. I guess I got carried away and squeezed it a little too much. My fiance got mad and accused me of wanting to sleep with her sister. It's just a butt. And yes. she told me to feel on it. But the, the, the butt was plushy soft, but I didn't want her. How can I fix this? I don't want her. Well, you could stop lying about that, Marcus. What? Wants yeah, you grab, you wanted it. You know, all that grabbing and stuff. I don't believe you fell for that. <laughs> yeah, you followed instructions, yeah. but it was out. But see, what happened, Marcus, was you probably didn't realize it, but when you did it, you bit your bottom lip. <laughs> That's what got you in trouble. When you sucked in your bottom lip. Uh-huh. He made a noise? <laughs> oh, I would have knocked him Yeah, he out. did. This is what he did right here. This is what he did. That little, all that, that. Yeah, that breathing, that's what cost him. That's all it is, Mark. I can't help you, dog. Shouldn't have like did. an ass your woman wants you to grab. Nothing better than that in the world. Now, and when is that? It's not, <laughs> yeah. it's not often. 
<laughs> Shantae and Gary, we're moving on. Uh, says, my mother and I have always had the worst relationship, and now that I'm older, I can't stand her. She's been on drugs for most of my life, and the embarrassment, the lies, and stealing from me has me bitter. She's been clean for six years, and I've helped her out whenever I can. She got saved, and she's the very best Christian ever. She quotes scripture all day and tells me I'm going to hell every five seconds. How can I be there for her and work on our relationship without cursing her out? Well, you don't have to cuss out, but since she's the best Christian ever, why don't you remind her of a couple of things? There's some scriptures that if she's such a great and wants to quote some scriptures, you know, about not judging, you know, he who is without sin, cast the first stone, you know, Mm -hmm. forgiveness, understanding, you know, how you don't, you don't guide people into light by blowing out what little candle they got. So now your mama done got it together. Now everybody else hell bound. Has she forgotten? But see, that's the problem with a lot of people who become Christians. Not all, but some. They get saved and all of a sudden they forget that they wasn't saved. That they had a past, yeah. Right. And other people do. And it, and the only way to win people over and convert people as Christian is to just let your light shine. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. They can see the Jesus in you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you ain't got to tell nobody you're doing better. <laughs> they can see it. Mm-hmm. You've been a junkie your whole damn life. Her whole life. Strong. Now, you done went down to church for six years, and all of a sudden, you Jesus. Well, you're not. She is I'm Jesus. <laughs> That's what she's talking like. Oh, no. Like, she ain't got no sin, no problem telling her daughter she's going to hell. Well, wasn't that where you was going a few years back? <laughs> wow. Yeah, her daughter's pretty pretty upset about it, but don't curse So it's kind of tough. You don't mm-hmm. have to cuss her out. Just no, show her that. some scriptures, since she want to be a Christian and recite stuff. Mm-hmm. Don't say cast the first stone. She's gonna think of that rock. You don't wanna you don't wanna turn it <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Don't, She'll don't go do that. Right back where she started from. <laughs> All right. A Thank mess. you, CLO, for that one. Yeah. Patrice in Tennessee says, I'm a 32-year-old woman and I've had a very open sex life. I have a male best friend that's the same way, and we recently crossed the line and ended up being friends with benefits. We've had threesomes and done lots of kinky things. He loves to see other people satisfy me orally, but he won't do it. It's an issue for me because I do it and enjoy it. He wants to be in a relationship, but this is a deal breaker. Am I tripping over nothing? Well, you don't don't know why he don't want to do it? You want me to tell you why he don't want to do it? Because of this wide open sex life you got. <laughs> and maybe it's just been a little too open for him. <laughs> now, he done watched everybody with you, and he ain't yeah. finna go in behind nobody. That don't make no sense to you? Oh, yeah. make a lot think of sense like a man. Wow. <laughs> but see, man I, I don't know how you think. Well, I'm sitting up here watching all mm-hmm. this open activity you doing. Threesomes and everything. Well, I ain't finna be fossil. Okay. You draw the line. That's where he draws. Yeah. (laughs) So now, you know, I'm not doing that. So I don't don't know what you're tripping for. Get one of them other people to do it. How many is in this open relationship? They do do it. They do do it. That's the issue. Well, he don't want to do it. He don't do that. Uh Y'all doing everything else. You want everything from everybody. I think you're greedy. (laughs) She says it's a deal breaker for her if he doesn't do that. Okay, well, what's she going to do? Stop seeing him? 
she says it's a deal breaker. That's what that means. Yeah. She's not going to stop them threesomes. She's not going to stop them. Yeah, but Tommy, she got 15 people in her life, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Losing one ain't going to hurt her. You can take three of them out. You still be good. <laughs> Wide open. <laughs> What woman yeah. rights in and go? I've been wide open 32 years. <laughs> a lot Woo! going on in that one. Just yeah. wide open. What? <laughs> what you want? How you? Woo! How many is it? Bring them on in here. <laughs> Five, six, seven, eight. Move All over. Right, ladies. This open the, the door. Open the windows. Here it is. Mm-hmm. Come on. <laughs> he said here it is. She All right. <laughs> what you say your name is? All right now. Thank you, CLO. Coming up next, run that prank back with the nephew right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann will be here with our national news. And in entertainment news, we'll tell you about uh, Atlanta Mayor Keisha Lance Bottom. She feels a little different about the NBA All-Star Game being held in Atlanta. We'll tell you about it. And Rihanna, Rihanna is uh, running a billion dollar, that's right, billion with a B dollar operation, okay? What? Right now, it is, yeah, we'll talk, we'll talk about it at the top, but right now Rihanna the nephew got her is here. Thing together. Yes, she Love does. Love her. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> right now the nephew is here to run that prank back. What you got for us, Neff? Repo man, repo man. We got to get that car. Let's go. Hello? Uh, I'm trying to reach a please. This him? How are you? My name is uh, Robert. I'm with the uh, collection agency. You do own a uh, Sierra 2003 GMC truck, am I correct? Yeah. Okay, we don't show that we've had any payments uh, within the last, I guess, about three, close to four months now. And we want to try and stop having to come in and repossess it. Maybe we give you a chance to uh, bring your payment in, but we haven't had a payment from you in about four months, sir. No, I just want to pay my truck. No, I had changed from financial. I'm with the other, um, the other bank. I, I don't, I don't, I don't with them no more. Yeah, I've been paying all the time. It's direct deposit from my account. I ain't worried about that. Well, uh, I'm with they've they've turned you over to, to us. I'm with uh, collection agency, and we haven't gotten anything from. I don't, I don't show any. Uh, any paperwork here on the computer at all that we've had any payments made within the last four months. So that's why they... No, I've been paying it. I don't know how they turned it over to y'all without my permission. They can't never turn my my, uh, my tires and my truck over to y'all and pay y'all. I don't even know y'all. Well, I understand that, sir. What happens is if you haven't paid it in a certain amount of time, it actually comes over to the collection agency, and that's what they've done. They've actually sent it over to us. Uh, and they've given us uh, pretty much all the information on you. I guess it's a, a goldish type of color, uh, Sierra 2003 GMC truck, from my understanding. Am I correct? Yeah, that's my truck. Okay. Uh, now, what I'm going to need from you today, Jeremy, is for you to come in uh, and make a payment to us this evening for four months so we can so, so we don't have to come in and repossess your truck. And I don't want to have to do that, but I, if I have to send a wrecker out there to you, I have your address on file as well. I don't want to have to send anybody out to pick it up. Oh, yeah. Slow down, slow down, slow down. Y'all not coming get my truck, and I'm not paying y'all for for no four months. I've been paying my truck no all time every month. That's a done deal. Sir, I don't want to get in a back and forth with you, but I'm telling you exactly how it's going to go. Now, I'll come out there and repossess it myself, but I'm telling you. Hey, um, look, 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 partner, slow down. Look, that's not, that's not even um, where we got to go with that. Don't be, you don't need to be screaming and fussing and, and chaotic and come get it yourself and all that stuff. You ain't on my truck, my truck that's gonna be that all right wait, 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 hang on let's back up because i'm a man just like you man what do you mean it's gonna that's gonna be that what are you saying what are you what are you what are you saying to me son i'm, 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 I'm telling you look son look 
I'm telling you that I, I, I paid my truck note, and, and that's a final. I, I don't know. I don't even know who you is. Well, let's get, I, I've already stated to you before, I'm with an agency, and let's get one thing straight. You don't tell me, I tell you. Now, hey, call, you, hey, hey, dude, calm down. We're on the phone. It, it don't make no sense talking, you know, uh, over the phone and whatnot. You can come, you can come get the truck. My truck right here at work. I'm right here. You can come, you can come try to get my truck. You can come over here. Sure, I'm already aware of where you work in the whole nine yards. Now, I don't. I'm, I'm trying to be as uh, cordial with you as I can. Now you can. You talk about coming get my truck when I tell you I be paying my. So you know you should have dropped down and be like, all right, I'm gonna check with somebody else and check with somebody else and make sure I'm I'm right and then call me back. I'm telling you, you haven't paid anything. That's what I'm telling you. I've got it listed on the computer. You've been turned over, an agency, and you haven't done it. You haven't done it. It doesn't make any difference, sir. You're going to get repossessed tonight if I don't get four months payment. Brought, definitely. If I don't get four months payment brought into me, the collection agency, your truck will be taken care of. Before oh, hold on, hold on. Listen, man, hold on. You quit cursing at me. That's what's wrong. You man, what? man, you got me twisted. Look, look, my truck parked right outside. You can come over here and get it. I'll be sitting on that way for you. Look, you know what? I'm at the point. I don't give a about this job. I'm ready to come kick your. That's what I'm ready to do. Call him back, cat. <laughs> I don't need a little scared <laughs> hanging up the phone. You stand here like a man and you handle your problems. Hey, hold on. I, I'm at work. I can't be dealing with that man. I'm, 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 I'm not going to make it work, bro. You stop calling my phone. I'm at work, too, doing my job the same way you're doing yours. Hey, well, well make your money. Do, do your job. Come get the truck. I got one more thing I want to say to you before you go. Are you listening? No, I'm listening. What you, what you say, partner? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by s***. <laughs> <laughs> You are you all right, man. No, nah, I'm not all right. I'm on, I'm on top of this roof, man. I'm, I'm talking to my coworkers. I'm upset. Yeah. You got me about to jump on this roof trying to get to my truck. She told me. She told oh, me, man. man. She said, that boy loved that truck. Yeah, that's my truck, man. I love my, that's my, my only transportation, man. That's too much for the work. Don't I hear that. you. Hey, man. Oh, man, you got my picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got it, bro. You got it pretty good. <laughs> hey, I got to add. I gotta ask you, man. Tell me, brother, what is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. Oh, no doubt, Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> now you have it, ladies and gentlemen, the Repo Man. Play too Ooh. much. Yeah. 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 Just, just say gotta that. Do it. Somebody got to do it. You've been repoed before. Oh, yeah. I don't it's know happened. anyone who hasn't been actually. Okay. Oh. Well, I thought you got ready to say you don't nobody who Monica ain't never had a car repo. Mississippi oh, Monica, Monica ain't never had no hell no. Oh, Tommy ain't never, well, had, never no, had a car repo. Tommy ain't never had a oh, repo. Carla ain't never had no car I repo. I never had no repo. <laughs> no, I ain't had no repo. I thought you guys said you did before. When I was little, my daddy had a repo, and he told he told me he got stolen. My mom said, "Who told you that?" <laughs> hey man, they had a deal in Cleveland when I was about twenty four. Uh, 
They had a deal. You remember when mopeds was hot? Mm-hmm. Yep. Everybody had mopeds. Uh-huh. They had a special deal. You can come down and get one, and they pay on it for three months. Uh-huh. They had to come get that. Oh, why? You got a moped repo? <laughs> they, That's well, like I having said, a bike repo. Well, let me put it to you this way. They tried to come get that. You think I can hide a car good? You know how I can do no. with a moped? <laughs> you got skills. <laughs> no. no I, I hid the moped in my backyard for three weeks. Oh. And they didn't see it in the backyard? Under some bushes. <laughs> I raked leaves one time and hid it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a moped. One time I put put in that big-ass garbage can and put the top on it. <laughs> they didn't think to look in there. What was the note on that, though? <laughs> it wasn't nothing. About, about $48, something oh, like that. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. They wasn't okay. that much. They wasn't before $500. They were giving mm-hmm. away in Cleveland. Oh. oh, man, come on. I couldn't afford that. Wow. That's crazy. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's crazy. Put that thing in that I'm garbage can, put that lid on it, they walk, they walk right past All right, coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have entertainment news and our national news update with Miss Ann right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up in 20 minutes after the hour, we have a very special guest. (laughs) He knows you very well, Steve. Oh, and I think you know him, too. It's Kenan Thompson. Kenan Thompson is joining us. Uh, He's going to talk about his brand new NBC sitcom. It is called Keenan. Yay, well, love it. Yes, yeah, so congratulations. One, well, mm. one of us has a career because of somebody else. <laughs> Let's take a mm. guess who that could be. Mm. <laughs> you know he loves you. <laughs> no, that's my dude, man. Yeah. That's my dude. All love. Yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, switching gears, uh, Rush Limbaugh, the conservative political talk show host, uh, he did radio. Uh, he has died. Limbaugh announced that he had lung cancer back in 2018. He passed away from lung cancer on Wednesday. He was 70 years old. Wow. Steve? Okay. Um, uh, wow. Tommy? Tommy, hell, don't ask me nothing. You, he ain't saying nothing. I'm not saying nothing. I'm, I'm with him. Yeah. All right, then we're moving on. How about that? How about that? Yeah, keep it uh, moving, then. Yeah. Shall nothing. we? Uh, we'll talk about the NBA. How about that? Despite the pushback of some NBA players, we're moving on. We're moving on. The NBA All-Star Game will take place in Atlanta on Sunday, March 7th. Atlanta Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms has voiced her concerns about the event Uh, taking place in her city amid the COVID-19 pandemic that is still widespread around the country. Mayor Bottoms released a statement which clearly expressed her thoughts on the event. She says, under normal circumstances, we would be extremely grateful for the opportunity to host the NBA All-Star Game, but this is not a typical year. I have shared my concerns related to public health and safety with the NBA and Atlanta Hawks. We are in agreement that this is a made-for-TV event only, and people should not travel to Atlanta to party. And uh, so what do you guys think? Um, That's, she's, she's right. Yeah, yeah she's I, I agree with right. her right. for sure. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but in Atlanta, though, people are going but, to be out. But first of all, for yeah, the safety of the players, uh-huh. if you bring in players from all over the country mm-hmm. to a place that's kind of open, you know, I mean, you yeah. just all the players. LeBron has come out and said it. He doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Look, the pro the Pro Bowl was canceled this year. 
NFL yeah. Honors wasn't shot in front of a live audience. I did that in an empty-ass stadium. All the sports are catering around this thing. The NBA missed it on this one. They did an excellent job with the playoffs in the bubble, but I think they missed it on the All-Star game here. I don't think it's safe. And people traditionally flock to the cities for the yes. festivities that go around it. It's just going to be a bunch of people in Atlanta for no reason. They're going to be throwing. They're going to be throwing uh, all-star yeah. parties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And for they'll, sure. they'll, all those are super spreaders. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, and they usually right. have it for President's Day weekend, Valentine's. So you didn't even have uh-huh. it then, so just cancel it. Why yeah. are you having it? Yeah. It don't make no sense, say, man. Hey, they had yeah. the Super Bowl, so, you know. Hey, the only way it would make sense if they would go back to Orlando and have the All-Star game in the bubble. Same way they had the playoffs. Okay. That's they're the, saying the Super Bowl wasn't like that. In a right. Fans went to that game. Well, but well, the Super Bowl is outside. True. And you could right. spread their ass way out. <laughs> well, did. March 7th, it's too late to change it now, I if think. If you put uh, me in an arena and six people got COVID, I don't want in the arena. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. All right, yes. let's go, Steve. Time to check in with Miss Ann. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. And here we go. Good morning, everyone. This is Antrip with the news. In the Midwest and Deep South, still in the thick of it weather-wise, overall millions remain after out, out of power uh, from Texas to Mississippi and from the Florida panhandle to the Carolinas. The weather is now blamed for at least 26 deaths, including three people who died as a result of carbon monoxide poisoning. Authorities say one person was killed just outside Cleveland when a snowplow hit his vehicle. In Texas, snow and below freezing temperatures have millions of Texans out of power and now also dealing with water shortages and boil water orders. In fact, Tyler City official Luann Campbell says it's come down to taking care of yourself and your neighbors if you can. You have water and somebody else has power. Share those resources. Because they need them. Further up the map, Chicago dealing with near record amounts of snow with sub-zero temperatures causing burst heating pipes and water pipes, even some collapsed roofs. There have been nine straight days of snow. They're still trying to shovel it out. Tying the record in the Windy City with 18 inches of the white stuff having fallen since Sunday. That's right. The weather is the big story, and everybody's still in the thick of it. The NAACP has filed a federal lawsuit against Donald Trump for allegedly conspiring with his lawyer and white extremist groups to try and prevent the U.S. Senate from certifying the results of the presidential election that he lost. And the legendary civil rights organization is suing under a provision of the Ku Klux Klan Act of 1871. Basically, that prohibits violence or intimidation meant to prevent the Congress or any other federal officials from carrying out their constitutional duties. Also named Rudy Giuliani and racist groups like the Oath Keepers and the Proud Boys, which have members charged with taking part in January's attempted Capitol Hill siege. Longtime right wing radio talk show host Rush Limbaugh died yesterday after losing a long battle against lung cancer. Limbaugh was an unabashed conservative who combined right-wing politics with entertainment. In fact, he spoke for a lot of extremists who were horrified by the election of the nation's first black president. I disagree fervently with the people on our side of the aisle who say, I hope he succeeds. We've got to give him a chance. I don't want this to work. I hope he fails. 
Well, Barack Obama, of course, didn't fail. He was reelected in 2012 by an even bigger margin. Rush Limbaugh was 70 years old. President Trump credits Limbaugh with getting him elected. And finally, sad news, legendary Detroit TV anchor Karen Hudson Samuels has died. Karen Samuels, a pioneer in giving black Motor City residents a voice in local media. She helped establish a museum that details the legacy of the first TV station owned and operated in this country by African-Americans, WGPR TV 62. Karen Samuels was 68 years old. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, everybody, as promised, we got a special guest this morning. Uh, This brother that made history as the longest-running cast member on Saturday Night Live. He's been on uh, SNL since 2003. Woo! And that's amazing. During that time, he's made a lot of fun, a lot of fun making fun of me on little family feud skits (laughs) and everything. And he's good at it. He's great at it. I always said when I saw him, I was going to whip his ass when he was going (laughs) to jump on him, but I love him, and we've been friends so long, and he was so good at it. I figured, hell, he's keeping me relevant, so I let that slide. (laughs) But uh, get a load of this, man. He's got an all-new show on NBC. Right. Mm-hmm. It's a sitcom. It's appropriately named. It's called Keenan. We're going to find out about the show. Ladies and gentlemen, one of the most talented brothers in the business today, please welcome our friend Keenan Thompson. Keenan! Oh, welcome, welcome. Thank you very much. Legendary, so baby. Yeah. What's good with y'all? What is good with y'all? Thank you for the intro, my brother. Hey, man, look, bro, when you've been doing it this long, Saturday Night Live, cast member that long, yeah. that's, that's some legendary status there, boy. And he's still a baby. Man, man, <laughs> praise God. You know, God is good. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I've been very blessed to be able to stick to it this long, you know, and still be able to kind of pull double duty while I'm shooting my show at the same time. Like, you know, I feel like you, like you told me a long time ago, get every check they offer you. So that's what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, you ain't lying. Chicks. You ain't lying. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, uh, now, it just aired on NBC. It's called Keenan. You're a single dad, the host of a morning TV show called Wake Up with Keenan. Wonder where you got that from. You know, it just I'm, look, man, eventually I'm going to have to get a check out of this. Tell us more about them. Damn. Uh, Tell man, us more about it, man. Two morning show. It's the number two morning show in Atlanta, and I'm the host of that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm just balancing my life basically after going through a tragedy of losing my wife. And I still have my two girls to raise. So my father-in-law kind of came down to help me out in the beginning. And he just ended up never leaving. And that's played by Don Johnson. And God is great. That's my question, boy. How is that? It's incredible, man. Don is, you know, he's an actor's actor. So he's still a regular dude. You know, he just wants to talk about, you know, being professional and, like, telling me stories about the good old 80s in Miami. Man, he got endless endless good stories. <laughs> yeah, he's playing my father-in-law, not really helping like he thinks he is. He's kind of just in my way. And then uh, Chris Red, you know, Chicago's own Chris Red is playing my brother. Um, my good brother, actually, in real life from SNL. So, he's playing my brother slash manager. And between the two of them knuckleheads, they basically are just giving me all the headaches in the world. But, you know, it's also the love that those two little girls need to be raised around and stuff like that. And then Balancing that work-life relationship, basically. Hey, man, hold that thought right there, because we're going to hear more about this. We got Keenan Thompson, everybody. We'll be back. Hear more about the new show on NBC uh, called Keenan. We'll be right back. Yes, indeed. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, y'all. We're back with uh, Keenan Thompson. He's got a new show on NBC called yes. Keenan, and we were just talking about it. Keenan uh, has a uh, he has a morning show TV called uh, a morning show. Excuse me, I'm sorry. He's the host mm-hmm. of a morning TV show called Wake Up with Keenan. That's right. And he's got two daughters. His wife passed. He's dealing with that. And he asked his father-in-law, Rick, who is played by Don Johnson, to move in and help. Ah. And so, <laughs> you know, an older That's man with two funny. daughters ain't really no help. Yeah, That's I was about to clarify. Though. I asked him to come by and help for a little bit. I ain't asked him to move in. He just ended up moving in. <laughs> right. Now, hey, Kenan, let yeah. me ask you this, man, because on a lot of shows, you know, the children often think they're smarter than the parents. But in Keenan, your daughters are really helping you hold things together on this show. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely a showcase of, like, children being a lot smarter than you give them credit for, for sure. Especially when they get to their age. And I just love my daughters on the show. They're real sisters. You know, they're from Atlanta. They're a year apart. Oh. And they just couldn't be sweeter, you know. And I've watched them mature very, very rapidly. They remind me of... Me and Kel, when we was running around underneath you and said back in the day, getting on y'all nerves. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Keenan was interesting because that's how I met Keenan. It was Keenan and Kel, and they mm-hmm. came on our show, on the Steve Harvey show. Yeah. And mm-hmm. man. And cut the, loose. <laughs> boy, the moments we had was off camera. Hey, man, what the hell y'all doing? This is how we yeah. do it. Man, y'all's ass is too much, man. Yeah, I remember I, I stopped you from pulling out the parking lot like the first night and <laughs> made you roll down the window like, hey, man, what, what, what you listening to? Some Dr. Dre or something? He's like, little boy, back up off my car. I don't listen to no damn rap music. Oh, man. We were just so eager and excited to be in the mix, man. man. But we learned so much from y'all, man, and I'm definitely putting it to use right now. So hey, I man, can't thank you enough, bro. Oh, hey, Keenan, what's, what's, what's the transition like, man, from going from Saturday Night Live to the sitcom? What, is, it, is it a big difference? Yeah, it's a huge difference, man. Um, it's just two different approaches. Like, the sitcom is, you know, I come in and I got to be ready to give and deliver all day, every day, basically. Saturday night, I just save it up, you know, for 1130 on Saturday. But, you know, we work hard up until that moment, but it's a little more chill throughout the week, like, the sitcom is like every day you coming in, they spending money, so there's no time to wait. <laughs> yeah. And you're the star of the show, so it's not like, it's not a lot of scenes that you're not going to be in. Exactly. I'm in 99.99% of things. But, you know, they they squeeze me out of some things, let me come in later or something like that, you know, but I ain't necessarily had a whole day off that everybody else hasn't had off. So it is wow. what it is. I can't be mad. It's all blessings. Yeah. I mean, congratulations, man. I mean, that's, you know, to be in the business this long as you have and to still be working and still be relevant, that's a real mm-hmm. testament to your talent, man, because you just can't stay man. in this game without the talent, you know. And, and Thank you, man. To change, man, and you're super talented. You're a legend on Saturday Night Live. You've done so many shows. you got the new show. It airs, everybody, Tuesday night, so don't miss it. This coming Tuesday, right. 8.30 Eastern, 7.30 Central, only on NBC. is called Kenan. Kenan Thompson going to make that money, player. Well, wait a minute, man, Steve. Wait thank a minute, you, Steve. man. 
before we leave, let you know, let's let Keenan tell them when the show is going to air in the Steve Harvey <laughs> impression. In the Steve oh Harvey. Let's do it that way. Let's do it that is way. That can I that. ask that permission? Is that all right? Yes, you can, <laughs> sir. Yes, you can. Okay. Okay, cool. All right. Just so y'all know, my show, Keenan, my good friend's show, <laughs> is coming on Tuesday at 8.30, only on NBC. It's sometimes on Peacock, but mainly on NBC. So check them out, player. That's what I'm talking about. Nailed it. There you go, Keenan. Hey, Keenan, this time I'm going to let you go. I'm kicking Tommy's ass after this. Hey, congratulations, man. I love you, boy. Ah, right, man. It. Thank you, man. Love you too, my brother. I oh, love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Much love, Keenan. For sure. Congratulations. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject is, my brother's mistress is my girlfriend. Oh, we'll get into that a little later. I can't wait to get to this letter. (laughs) Marinate on that. But right now, it's time for the nephew in today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? Let's do a little shoplifting before we get to that uh, letter. Just a little bit of shoplifting, what? okay? Yeah. <laughs> Some shoplifting. That's right. That's the title. Let's go, Cat Dog. Hello? Uh, yes, I'm trying to reach a Tanya please. This is she. Uh, hi, Tanya. Uh, my name is Daniel I'm the head of store security here at your job. Yeah. Uh, listen, I'm trying to see... Um, I'm going to have to, I know today's your day off. I'm looking at the schedule here. It seems that you don't come back in until Saturday. Um, I'm trying to see if it's possible I can get you to come to the store. There's a bit of a situation I want to discuss with you. There's about $1,800 worth of merchandise missing from the store. Yeah, there's about $1,800 worth of merchandise. And we definitely know that this is a in-house situation this is not someone walking in shoplifting this is definitely a um an in-house situation uh, with employees who have evidently been shoplifting from the store taking things and we want to get down to the uh to the roots of the problem okay uh, so what you calling me for well ma'am it's uh it's been brought to my attention that there's a possibility that you may be uh, uh part of this situation and part of the situation i ain't no thief I don't steal. You don't call my house accusing me of stealing. I ain't stole nothing from nobody. Okay, well, hang on, man. What I'm trying to do is just trying to... to... Hang on, my... You trying to say I done stole something, and I ain't stole the... thing. Okay, wait just a second. Now, do you have a sister named Cynthia? Yeah, what about her? Well, now, it seems that here on some of the footage that we have on camera that uh, it's a possibility that it seems like your sister's actually wearing some of the merchandise that we sell here in the store. Okay, just because she wears something that we sell in the store don't mean that I stole it. Well, we don't see where she's at. I I backed the footage up as far as I could. I don't see any footage of where she purchased this particular merchandise. And my assumption is maybe you gave it to her. I gave her And just because you don't see where somebody purchased it don't mean that it's been stolen. Okay. Here's what I'm going to I'm going to just get to the chase of this, Tanya. What I'm going to have to do is this. If I can't get you to come to the store, man, and matter of fact, here's another question for you before I go any further. You have children at all, Tanya? Yeah, I got children. Why? 
do you, is it possible, because uh, I'm missing a lot of baby merchandise as well. And You know what? You know what? You really cruising for an this morning, okay? Because well, you don't call somebody on their off day accusing them of stealing. Okay, here's what I got to do. Uh, uh, are you coming into the office so I can talk with you? I'm not coming no where on my off day. Well, then what's going to happen, Miss Tanya, is I'm going to have to actually come to your home Check your closet. I'm gonna have to check your kids and see if they're check and see if they're wearing merchandise that that comes from this. Come to my house if you want to, and they gonna take your ass up out of here in the body bag. Excuse me. me? You heard what I said. You heard what I said. You don't call nobody. I bust my at that store. I bust my at that store. You understand me? I work hard for y'all. Okay. You you've been busting. You've been busting. Call here accusing me of stealing. I ain't so from nobody. You, I don't have to steal. That's why I work all day. You understand me? I think you've been busting your butt taking day. stuff is what you've been doing. You've I been took from nobody. You understand me? I do not steal. I'm going to come over there. I'm checking I'm your closets. Things, but it ain't no thief. You understand and me? And I'm checking your babies as well. And I'm making. You check my babies and see what happens. You put your hands on any damn thing in here and see what happens. Okay? I don't want to have to drag you your come butt. Over here. Drag? Oh, you gonna drag somebody? Oh, now you threatening me? I don't want to drag you out of your house. Security guard, you a tough security guard. You like your job that much? You willing to die for that? Huh? Who said anything about me dying? I did. Come over here, and that's what's gonna happen. That's what happens when you with people on their off day. You get hurt, okay? I get a couple of damn days off, and y'all gonna call me with this? So are you threatening me now? I'm threatening you. Didn't you just call and say you was coming over here? Yes, Bring I did. Over here. Bring your I, I'm. Don't. Bring your security guard. I'm Bring on my. Don't look. Let me Bring tell you something. Okay. Bring I can you. I can have you brought up on charges. You know that. Bring me up on charges and see what happens. That's Bring it. Bring me up on charges. See if you get that far. I'm on my way over there now to check you and your kids. You understand me? Come over here to check me and my kids and see how they check your up out of here. Let me tell you something. I, you ain't I, got to tell me. You ain't got nothing to tell me. You ain't look, got look, nothing look, look. else you, to tell why, me, okay? Why don't, you, why don't you go ahead and tell me what you took? Maybe I'll go light on you. I'll go light you on you. You think I'm stupid or something? You don't sound like a damn fool. Why don't you tell me what you took? I ain't took I bet you're teaching your little kids over there how to steal, too, aren't you? What? What you teach your little ugly kids? Hey, 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 hey. Now, you will hey, not. Hey, 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 my Hey, don't call me with this bull. On my off day. Let me tell you one more. Th- Are you listening to me? I got one more oh, thing to say to you. You ain't got nothing else to say to me. Are you listening? What? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked from oh. your sister Cynthia. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So you and that bro want to play games, okay? Y'all want to play, right? Y'all got jokes. Y'all got jokes. I got a joke for both of y'all, okay? <laughs> She said, uh, that Tommy be be pranking people. You can't nobody get me with that old crazy stuff. How come them people don't know somebody calling and tripping with this? She told me you couldn't, you thought you couldn't be God. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's all right. Y'all got me. Y'all got me. Uh, <laughs> it's all good. Honey, you it's be, all good. Well, I love you. Be I not- love you, nephew Tommy. <laughs> I got something bugs like <laughs>
right, let me ask you one more thing. What is the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. Oh. Uh. <laughs> hey, man. Give me tell hey, me. Man. Give me tell me. Hey, hey, Tommy. Tommy, you know what uh, I hear a lot of on your tapes? What's when that? you be when you be pranking the people, the dude to be on the that worked the board for you that controls oh, the yeah. phone calls, cat. Yep. He be uh-huh. in the background hollering like <laughs> yes, cat yes. be tickled. Cat uh-huh. be back there hollering, man. Yes, sir. Hey, man. Uh-huh. She was adamant about one thing. I don't steal. Yes, right. right. That's why I work. I don't steal. Yeah. Ain't, ain't no, you ain't finna check that. I don't steal. Uh-huh. But you cruising for a blanket on, whooping. On, you cruising. Don't tell me what you did. Just tell me what you did. I go light on you. Is you a fool? <laughs> right. <laughs> you think, what you, what tick gun want you going to tell me what you took? I, you, <laughs> boy, she was so mad at you. Like, you going to talk to me like I'm stupid. Why don't, why don't you just going to tell me? Hey, Tommy, that was slick-ass level. Though. Why don't you just going to tell me what you took? I go light on you. Mm-hmm. Not the confession. What? I bet you're teaching your kids to steal, aren't steal. you? Uh-huh, baby. What is you teaching them ugly-ass kids in your country? <laughs> hey, Tommy, she stung your ass with that one. That... Oh, man. She stung she you with that ignorant. one. She was ignorant, boy. Love her. Uh, she really love was. Her. She was Wait till I see my sister black hair. I got something for her. <laughs> she's babysitting her ugly butt kids. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I love it. I love it. I love it. Good one. Good one. You like, and Steve gonna, should reenact it real quick. Yeah, we're gonna take. We're gonna bring one of your kids out here to the store or something. I don't know. I could have went a little further. Come on, Steve. Well, who you want me to be in the reenactment? You be the late. All right, go ahead. All right, I'm ready. We may have to bring your kids down here and all they clothes in there. You, wait, 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 wait. You're going to bring whose kids where? <laughs> your, your kids. We're going to bring your kids to the store. Oh, wait, you talking about in. Rollo, Spanking, Lisa? <laughs> if those are you your come, kids, man. You come up here and get one of RLN and see what happened to your ASS. <laughs> We got to go, guys. Thank you. Uh, My boyfriend's mistress is my girlfriend. That's the subject of the strawberry letter. Back after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. This month, we salute all black everything. We recognize the culture that sets trends, creates the moments, and moves the world. This Saturday at 6 p.m. Eastern, check out Living Black, featuring performances by Roddy Rich, 21 Savage, Janae Aiko, and Kirk Franklin. Watch this Come Saturday on. at 6 p.m. Eastern. Go to steveharveyfm.com, Living Black. For more information, steveharveyfm.com slash livingblack for more information. Living black. Check it out. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Can't that sounds wait. good, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. All right. It's time now as we switch gears for today's Strawberry Letter. If you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com. All right, we could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Let's go. Buckle up and hold up tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. All right, thank you, nephew. We've been waiting for this one. Subject, my brother's mistress is my girlfriend. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 42-year-old single man, and I have a good job and my own place. My brother is a married man with three children and many mistresses. 
He always brings his mistresses to gatherings with the boys, and I told him that's probably not a good idea because most of them are bad, and the boys try to holler at them. I talked to him many times about the cheating because he's always using me as his alibi. Two months mm. ago, I was out with my brother, and one of his mistresses was there. She was six feet tall with an all-natural-looking big booty, flat yeah. stomach, juicy chest, and pearly white teeth. She Good didn't have God. on makeup or lashes, and it was like love at first sight for me. I spent the whole night getting to know her, and my brother didn't seem to care. After a few drinks, she asked me if my brother is married. I told her the truth. She confessed about spending a weekend with him out of town and said she's only dealing with him because he's paying for some car repairs for her. I got her number, and we went to dinner, and she came back to my place, but nothing happened. We've been inseparable for the past month, and whenever my brother calls her, she rushes him off the phone. I asked her why she's still dealing with him, and she said it's just until her car is fixed. I offered to give her half the money, but she declined it and said it's the least he can do. I'm confused as to why she still talks to him and she's willing to take his money. If something's going on, she needs to be honest. My brother will find out in due time, but I need to be sure she's not playing both of us. What do you think is really going on with this woman? Well, um, I do think she's playing both of you. I mean, why not? Your brother, uh, because, you know, I'm sure the sex is good and the excitement of it all. Uh, I don't think the money is that big of a factor because it, it can't be. I mean, it, he's just paying for her car repairs. It's not like it's a brand new car or anything. And, and really, how long, how long does it take to get your car repaired? Seems like her car has been <laughs> repaired <laughs> for a long, long time here. All right. And as far as you go, she knows you like her. She knew you liked her from the first moment you guys met. So, and she knows she can have you too. So why not? I mean, I think it's double standard with men and women. Of course, I know that. But don't judge her too harshly because you're wrong too. You're wrong. You're going behind your brother's back and seeing his side piece. Come on now. I know you said your brother's married and didn't mind that you talked to her all night when you first met her. But uh, most men are pretty, uh, very territorial. And I, I just can't see him being happy when he finds out about you getting with his mistress. It, it just doesn't make sense. I mean, I know you said he has a lot of mistresses and all of that. But um, if he finds out you're with her, I, this can't be end up pretty. So you need to figure that part out. And, and here's a question. Is she worth this six feet tall, big booty, flat stomach, pearly white teeth woman? Is she worth causing problems in you and your brother's relationship? I, I say no. Yeah. I mean, I say no. Uh-uh. I say no. There are too many beautiful women in the world. Go get one of them. Leave your brother's mistress alone. Steve? <laughs> Wow. Surely, uh, <clears throat> that's not the answer I have. It's a lot in this letter. You're right on several levels here. Uh, but not being a man, I understand. But I want to look at this from another angle. Because the blame lies in a few places. So let's start there. My boyfriend's mistress is my girlfriend. <laughs> now, here's a problem with that statement. If the brother, I'm sorry, 
if Boyfriend. your brother's mistress is your girlfriend, right? Then <laughs> let let me start right here. I'm a 42 year old single man. Okay, got a good job in your own place. Why are you single? Throwing me a little bit, but mm-hmm. okay, you all that. You know, you ain't got no business being. My brother is a married man with three children and many mistresses. This is the key to this whole thing, Shirley. Uh-huh. <clears throat> I get it. Many I get it. mistresses. <laughs> and he brings them to all the gatherings with y'all boys. You told him it probably ain't a good idea. Not because he's cheap. Because but... most of them is bad. I'm talking right. about these some fine girls. <laughs> and your boys try to holler at him. Now, you didn't talk to him about the cheating because he keep using you as an alibi. And two months ago, you was out with your brother and one of his mistresses was there. Uh, y'all old. Y'all go out a lot. Y'all need to stay your ass home for starters. Forty-some years old, always out. She's six feet tall, all natural booty, flat stomach, juicy chest, pearly white teeth. Okay, I got you. I got you. I know. That's love at first sight for most people. Yeah, she fine, though. Thank you. Got it. So, when we come back, I'm going to tell you what got you. And then I'm going to tell you a few other things. All right, we'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. My brother's mistress is my girlfriend is the subject. Back after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. We love this subject. My brother's mistress is my girlfriend. Let's go. All right. We got this 42-year-old man that's single. He got a brother that's married with three kids, and he got a lot of mistresses, which is going to be the key to this whole thing. And he always brings his mistresses to the gathering with the boys. See, he's an exhibitionist. He like everybody know he still got it showing out. You, you, don't, you ain't really supposed to do that at all, but, you know, he want to show he still got it. He's swinging with the fellas. He know they be gawking at him and everything because the chicks he bringing around is bad. You told him it ain't a good idea because the boys try to holler at him. And you didn't talk to him about the cheating because he always used as an alibi. Mm-hmm. All right, so one night you go out with your brother, and one of his side pieces was there, one of his many mistresses. Mm-hmm. But this one caught your eye. She had an all-natural big booty, six feet tall, flat stomach, juicy chest, pearly white teeth. She ain't have on no makeup or lashes. And for you, it was love at first sight. Okay, I got you. I got you. That you, Jessica Rabbit, was at the damn party, and you saw her. <laughs> I got you. I, I spent the whole night getting to know her, and my brother didn't seem to care. Well, that's because your brother was out trying to get a few more mistresses. <laughs> that's, that's what he went out for. Yeah, he wasn't exactly counting on her to be there. So if he didn't care that you was talking to her, he making moves. He moving around the club. That's what he do. Now, after a few drinks, she asked you if your brother was married. What? She asked you, was your brother married? You told her the truth. She already knew this, dog. Because, number one, why ain't she get upset? What? He's married. Wasn't none of that. He just, all she did was confirm it with you. What no get upset. She confessed after spending the week. Now, why would she tell you this part? Mm-hmm. You know, if she found out your brother was married and didn't get upset, then she told you she confessed about spending the weekend with him out of town, and she said she only dealing with him because he's paying for some car repairs for her. So then you got a number, 
and y'all went to dinner and she came back to my place, nothing happened. We've been inseparable for the past month. And whenever my brother calls, she rushed him off the phone. I asked her why she's still dealing with him, and she said, it's just until her car is fixed. <laughs> what kind of car is this? Now, Shirley asked the question, why is it taking so damn long to get this damn car fixed? And I figured it out, Shirley. Oh, really? Why? It's because she got four or five cars. Oh, oh she's wow. got a lot of cars. Yeah, she oh. need all of them fixed. Okay. Yeah, she knows time for tune up. She know, she been a mistress before. That's how she got all them cars. And so she got several cars, and he got to get fixed all of them. This week was tune up for other one. One of them got to get in for a service check next week. Then she got to get the other one in, oil change. You know, uh-huh. then the other one got to get their tires rotated. Right. It's gonna take a month to get all these cars fixed. Plus, he gotta <laughs> he gotta work this money out because he got a piecemeal of the money because he got three kids back in the house. He ain't rich, and a so whole she got lot a fleet. Yeah, she got a fleet. <laughs> so now, and so I offered to give her half the money, but she declined and said it's the least he can do. Well, if a man is still paying, the only reason a married man is still paying is because he's still playing. So Uh-oh. now you and your girl that's been inseparable is still dealing with him. You don't just get the money off of, hey, how you doing? Uh-uh. That's no, no. So she's still dealing with your brother. Mm-hmm. But when you over there, she rush him off the phone. I'm confused as to why she still talks to, and is willing to take his money. Because she got to keep servicing him to get the money. Bro, what's wrong with you? Same reason you offered to pay half. You willing to pay half? Why? Cause the natural booty and the juicy chest and the pearly white flat stomach, six feet tall, got you digging in your pockets. No makeup, no lashes. Um, I don't give a damn. Uh-huh. And if she put that makeup and lashes on, woo hoo hoo! What we dealing with here? So oh, now she's the player. Okay, that's what I think. Ah, she, she wouldn't take it. If something going on, she needs honest. Honest? <laughs> Dog, what are you asking for? You, This chick has no morals. She's dating a married man that she knows is married. You confirmed it. She didn't get upset. She's still talking to the married man because of money. And now she's talking to you because you didn't offered money. She needs to be honest. What, how, are you stupid? Or are you just He wanted to be straight yes. with it, though. He wanted right. to be straight with it. Right. What you want, player? <laughs> My brother she... will find out in due time. Okay? But I need to be sure she's not playing both of us. She is. Both or one of y'all. Boy, that don't make you no damn difference. Y'all been inseparable, and you know that, man. And she got two suckers on the hook, and it's you and your brother. Now, if you think she finna be true to you, go ahead, take a shot. As long as your brother's fixing them cars. All right, listen, thank you. Uh, Leave your comments on today's letter on Instagram at Steve Harvey FM. Check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Coming up in 10 minutes, our girl from the talk, Cheryl Underwood, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, Steve, come on. Let's introduce our girl from the talk. Cheryl Underwood. Thank you, Steve. Javi. <laughs> hey, Cheryl. Shelly Scrabberries. <laughs> what's going on, Cheryl? Carla Farrell. Yes, Cheryl. What's happening? Thomas. What's up, baby girl? Steve Harvey's and the Steve Harvey Nation. Let me tell you why Junior ain't here right now. Run it to me right, Dad. That's right. You better say it. <laughs> Have dead and do dirty, baby. <laughs> so, you know Valentine's happened, right? Yeah, Sunday. Right. Sunday. Yeah. That's right. So, I'm going to tell you how it went down. I'm going to tell you. First of all, I know y'all didn't think it was going to happen, but it happened. What happened? What, what do you mean, Cheryl? Me and Junior. Oh, it happened, happened. Yeah. You mean, yeah. You That's, mean why it happened? Happened? That's why he ain't at work. Let me tell you he what happened. He went down in the DMs? Yes, sure what? did. The whole week he yes. was recovering? Yes, he's recovering. He recovering? Oh, let me tell you how it went down, Steve Harvey. Oh, uh, hell. I knew it was going to be a night of love because I walked in, the lights was off. Maybe the, <laughs> the weather, <laughs> electricity, but the lights was low, right? <laughs> I walked uh -huh. in, Carla Pharrell's, ah, and I knew what's happening because Barry White playing your game, baby, was on the cassette player. Oh. Not Barry. Like, Who my got Lord. a cassette player? Oh. My Lord. My Lord. Cheryl. My Lord. And Tommy, uh, I could smell the baby oil that Junior had heated up in a fondue pot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shirley and Carla, we slid all over the damn house. <laughs> too much information, Cheryl. He should have played Slipping in the Darkness, because that's what we were doing. A war. Then the gifts that, that Junior gave me, Tommy. This is a man mm -hmm. I know he in love. Oh. First, he get? gave me a portable, a portable metal wing stand, wig stand. Why? Because as soon as I walked in, he jumped on me so hard, the wig flew off. <laughs> <laughs> and it was $35 worth of synthetic hair on the floor. Just like that. Just like that. Not synthetic, Cheryl. Synthetic. Oh. Then he gave me a heating pad, Steve Harvey, because he, he knew he was about to blow my back out, so I had to get prepared. Cheryl! What? I'm so in love, just tearful, right? My cousin Gladys worked at the dispatch over at Amazon, so oh. I knew flowers and candy was coming. So she had already put the word out. Oh, hell yeah. It was so many gifts coming that uh -huh. I was hanging off the side of the Amazon delivery van <laughs> like, like James Earl Jones. In Claudine. Claudine, baby, yes. Make yes, yes. <laughs> yours a happy home. Hey, hey, you better say it. <laughs> so I would right, like Cheryl. to say happy Valentine's Day to my love, Junior. You made my love come down, baby. James Earl Jones. We got to go, Claudine. Cheryl. Coming up at the top the of the chair. hour. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have reality update with Carla right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Tommy, come on. Let's introduce our girl. She's ready. She's back. Let's She's go. Here. Let's go. Let's go. She is here. It's Carla Farrell with what? Reality update. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, nephew. Thank you, Shirley girl, Steve. Here we go. Let's talk about Real Housewives of Atlanta. So the ladies are so over. Kenya as being the host of this girl's trip to South Carolina. This is the longest trip ever. But from travel <laughs> arrangements to the room assignment beef with Marlo, 
ordering a crab cake sandwich just for her <laughs> and not the rest of the guests that, and not really even wanting to just hang out with the ladies and have fun and play games uh-huh. with their PJs. She just wanted to be with her daughter one night and that reason was not good enough for Candy because all of the majority of the women in this particular group, this particular mm-hmm. season, mm-hmm. they all have babies. They all have young babies, young mm-hmm. infant, toddler, little girls. And so they feel like, well, we left our babies to come on this trip that you're hosting, but then you diss us one night to go be, you with know, your with with your baby. So Can- Candy, she tried to talk to Kenya, and Kenya broke down, and she admitted that she's really having a hard time holding it all together. You know, mm-hmm. Shirley, dealing with the divorce uh, from her husband, Mark. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Kind of, so yeah. Kenya hurt asked. people hurt people. You're right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So she admitted to that. So she asked Candy and uh, the new friend to the show, LaToya, to take over the hosting duties, if you will, of the trip. So uh, during this episode, you know, Portia, during this particular season, you got to see Portia, she, you know, being involved and, and, and marching for justice for Breonna Taylor. They showed Portia mm-hmm. doing that. So they got mm-hmm. to watch the actual news footage of the grand jury verdict. Oh, wow. Uh, you remember mm-hmm. when that happened, how disappointed yeah. that we were, no justice. Mm-hmm. And so you got to see Portia talk about that. She was hurt. She was upset. You know, Portia was arrested. She mm-hmm. stood firm and, and marching with the family. And the ladies just talked about, you know, the lack of justice for Breonna Taylor, being black women in this country. So it was a, it was a deep it's moment. A but then later on, the ladies went to dinner and Drew, the new castmate of the show, she tried to talk to Kenya and tell her about the mood of the trip and how it's negative and she doesn't understand how y'all just be beefing one minute, y'all cool the next. She, mm-hmm. She's like, she's trying to figure all that off. Kenya went off again. <laughs> After dinner. <laughs> and it's like, what wow. is going on? Uh-huh. So next week, get ready. Cynthia's surprise bachelorette party hosted by Candy. Uh-oh. You know what's going on. You know. But, but hold up, though. Can Don't I be on it popping. Come on, see. If it's yeah. If it's a surprise, how, how y'all already know? Well, there was a promo to promote it for next oh, week, okay. and they, they and, and no, and in the show, Candy got the ladies some lingerie and different outfits. Candy. Cynthia, yeah, I saw Cynthia some pictures of Candy know. online somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> that boy right there. In the bathtub. <laughs> Her husband. Boy, yes. You gotta have you boy. Todd. You gotta get your mind right when you go up in there. Hats off to Todd. What? He got to nice. be a bad boy. <laughs> candy. What? Todd is man of the year. Shout out I'll to go candy. Todd, man She's of the sexy, year. Isn't she? Yes. Man, she be advertising swings and stuff. I be going, <laughs> Todd. Hanging out, boy. Todd got to be a bad man. Hey, man. Todd is man of the year from Uncle Steve. Mm. Go ahead, Todd. Candy's uh, husband. Yeah. And quickly, I'm going to switch gears and talk about The Bachelor. You know, the host, the reality competition, dating show, The Bachelor. Chris Harrison, he is stepping away from the show for a while. This Mm -hmm. comes after controversy over his defense of a white contestant. Her name is Rachel Kirk Connell. Photos of her attending an antebellum uh, before the Civil War type plantation sorority party. So he kind of defended those pictures. This happened back in 2018. Well, you got to keep in mind this season on The Bachelor, The Bachelor is a brother for the first time, Matt James. So uh, step aside, period. 
piece Chris Harrison trying to defend those pictures. All right, that's reality update. You can hit me up at Lips by Carla on the gram. What you got, Shirley? All right, coming up more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show at 20 minutes after. Thank you, Carla. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So you guys are familiar with Birkenstock shoes, right? They're not sexy. They're just comfortable. They're, you know, not cute, but people love them. Yeah, they're Uh called Birkenstock. Well, anyway, we all know about the... Well, you heard of this, Steve. They're like um, sandals. They got big buckles on them. They're just mm-hmm. comfortable shoes. Basically. Earth shoes. Well, <laughs> for lack of a better, if you can identify with earth shoes, yeah, maybe you can say they're similar. But I know you know this. Uh, we all know about the Hermes Birkin bags. Well, a super exclusive new shoe is out, and it's at Birkenstock style sandal. It's made from destroyed Birkin bags, okay? The shoes are sold. Check out this price for between thirty-four and seventy-six thousand dollars. Girl, and, stop! Girl, and they're stop. made by request only. Okay, yes. Kylie well, Jenner. Slides. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, are, yes, yes. Your feet are out and just yes. covered by some big straps with some big buckles. Yeah. Uh, Kylie Jenner, Kylie Jenner, you know, one of the Kardashian sisters, uh, she got a pair. Uh, hers costs reportedly $75,000. All right. So they are basic black pebbled leather Birkenstocks with the Hermes logo on the side. So <laughs> if you had it, if you could just fantasize for a moment, would you buy a pair of these shoes? Why would you do that when you could get the damn bag? (laughs) We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we go. Time for the CLO Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building. Let's go. Marcus in Atlantic City says, recently my fiance lost a lot of weight, so she looks great. But she has a flat butt. Her sister had weight loss surgery and got a Brazilian butt lift, so my girl wants one too. Her sister Mm. was at our house, and my fiancé encouraged me to look at her butt and feel it. I guess I got carried away and squeezed it a little too much. My fiancé got mad and accused me of wanting to sleep with her sister. It's just a butt, and she told me to feel on it. But the, the the butt was plushy, soft. But I didn't want her. How can I fix this? I don't want her. Well, you could stop lying about that, Marcus. What? You want to? Yeah. You grab. You want it. Well, you know, all that grabbing and stuff. I don't believe you fell for that. Yeah, you followed the instructions. Yeah. But it was out. But see, what happened, Marcus, was you probably didn't realize it. But when you did it, you bit your bottom lip. <laughs> That's what got you in trouble. When you sucked in your bottom lip. Uh-huh. He made a noise? Oh, I would have knocked him out. Yeah, he out. did. This is what he did right here. This is what he did. <laughs> he went that through little, all that. that. Yeah, that breathing, that's what cost him. That's all it is, Mark. I can't help you, dog. Shouldn't Nothing have did. like an ass your woman wants you to grab. Nothing better than that. In now, and when is that? <laughs> it's not, yeah. it's not often. <laughs> Shantae and Gary, we're moving on. <laughs> Uh, says, my mother and I have always had the worst relationship, and now that I'm older, I can't stand her. She's been on drugs for most of my life, and the embarrassment, the lies, and stealing from me has me bitter. 
She's been clean for six years, and I've helped her out whenever I can. She got saved, and she's the very best Christian ever. She quotes scripture all day and tells me I'm going to hell every five seconds. How can I be there for her and work on our relationship without cursing her out? Well, you don't have to cuss out, but since she's the best Christian ever, why don't you remind her of a couple of things? There's some scriptures that if she's such a great and wants to quote some scriptures, you know, about not judging, he who is without sin, cast the first stone, Amen. you know, mm-hmm. forgiveness, right, understanding, right, right. Right. you know, how to, you don't, you don't guide people into light by blowing out what little candle they got. So now your right. mama done got it together. Now everybody else hell bound. Has she forgotten? But see, that's the problem with a lot of people who become Christians. Not all, but some. They get saved and all of a sudden they forget that they wasn't saved. That they had a past, yeah. Right. And other people do. And it, and the only way to win people over and convert people as Christian is to just let your light shine. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. They can see the Jesus in you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you ain't got to tell nobody you're doing better. <laughs> they can see it. Mm-hmm. You've been a junkie your whole damn life. Coming up, it is our last break of the day. And, of course, Steve Harvey will have some closing remarks at 49 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, here we are. Last break of the day on this Thursday. Um, Praying for everyone that's affected by the winter storm, the heavy snowfall, the icy power outages, and water shutoffs. Be safe. Yes. Why do I feel like Trump is behind this whole weather thing? How come I feel like this is his fault, too? I really do. I think he got something <laughs> to do with that, too. Well, the governor of Texas leadership, oh, no. in, ineffective leadership is for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure behind it. That's for sure. Wasn't there Not a vote people in a, te- in a Texas town that said uh, only the strong survive, and he was tweeting yes. out all this stuff? Um who said that? He resigned. Colorado City. Yeah, he resigned. Uh, Colorado. Yeah, he resigned. Yeah. I was like, Thank okay, you. that's not encouraging, hopeful. These people are without power, and that's what you have to say to them. Only the strong survive. And a Tim bunch of Boyd other crazy stuff. Is the mayor yeah, that Tim resigned. Boyd. That was, that was horrible. Yeah. Horrible. Horrific. What he said. This yeah. is horrible yeah. to say that. I don't. I don't. I don't. I didn't hear what he said. One of the things he said was, "Only the strong survive." Doing this mess that we go through, this yeah. whole weather uh, situation, brother. He talked down to, to residents. Yeah, mm. he he called them lazy, saying they were looking for handouts. What are you talking about? People need power and electricity. Oh, oh, oh! Yeah, he That's, said, those are the words of a man with a generator. Yeah, he said <laughs> he's, he's sick and tired yeah. of people looking for a handout. Um, no one owes you or your family anything, nor is it the local government uh, government's responsibility to support you during trying times like this. Sink or swim, it's your choice. What? Yes. See, but right there, <laughs> he resigned. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. thank God. But as he should, and but yes. that's, uh, you know, the Republican mantra is every American should pull them up by their bootstraps. But mm-hmm. that, when you take it that far, yeah. You're going past go. You know what I mean? It's just people, yeah. man, who say stuff out loud that's totally inconsiderate. Losing power is nobody's fault. The cold yeah. weather is hard to deal with. I don't care if you Hercules. You can be a WWF yeah, right. ra- ra- uh, uh, wrestler, an NBA star. 
if you get hit with this cold weather that has struck Texas and you are without a power, you are in a situation. Children don't don't can't deal with stuff like this. You no. know, Let me if, tell you if something you, else he said, like Steve. This it's already crazy. hard being poor. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't have what electricity, else? you step up and come up with a game plan to keep your family warm and safe. If you have no water, you deal with out and think outside of the box to survive and supply water to your family. If you were sitting at home in the cold because you have no power and are sitting there waiting for someone to come rescue you because you're lazy, it's a direct result of your raising. It's not lazy. That was that. Stupid. This has you nothing to do with. There's nothing you can do. You're nothing you can do. That's what he said. It has nothing it's to do amazing. with a class of people who lost their power in electricity, right. that water and power. It has nothing to do with that. It's As ineffective a of a leadership. Yeah. That's all it was. Trying you to privatize the electricity see, but, and make money. But see, but what you just money. said right there, Carla, yeah. what you just yeah. said, ineffective leadership, him in a leadership role saying stuff like this. See, this is, this is an example of what happened when people get in power who have never served people before. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Who has no talk. clue what it's like to serve people, to have a, a heart for what other people are going through. And the right. only way to have a heart for what other people are going through is involve yourself with people who often go through stuff. That gives you the empathy that's necessary to become a great leader. That's what's the whole problem with Trump. He's never had a rough day in his life. His mm. roughest day was filing bankruptcy. Do you know what yeah. that means? You had something <laughs> you to file for. Right. Poor people can't file bankruptcy. They have nothing to file for. Mm-hmm. And so you in a leadership uh, capacity where you are mm-hmm. uh, in a governing position of people who, All people who need help sometimes. And it's not that people are lazy and wouldn't pull themselves up by their bootstraps. No. The problem is if your boots ain't got no straps, you have a problem with getting grip. And then your other problem is when you ain't got the boots. And if my boots, boots exactly. are in four feet of snow, there is nothing I can do. I'm sorry. You know what but it is, But it's people too, like that. Go ahead. You know what it is, too, Steve? When we talked about before, when Trump, when we was dealing with COVID and we was just talking about leadership and, and leaders being honest with people. And every time leaders are not honest, the truth comes out later in disasters and things like that. So for the whole thing in, in Texas, what has happened is the leadership was not honest with the residents of the state of right. Texas. They did not prepare these power plants for this type mm-hmm. of storm because it doesn't happen in Texas that often. So right. when it doesn't happen, you kind of make these residents think, well, we're good or everything yeah. is going on. Then when it, when everything shuts down, everybody's like, well, what's going on? We've That's had snowstorms. Be- under fire. Mm-hmm. Yes, we've had mm-hmm. snowstorms in the state of Texas before. El Paso, 2011. Same thing. Same thing. Mm-hmm. So you didn't learn from your mistakes because you didn't care. You didn't right. care. They only care about making money. That's it. That's right. They don't care that's about it. helping people. That's part of their mantra is mm-hmm. not yeah. to help. That's why right, right. the that's why own. that's why Biden right now is struggling uh-huh. to get this big stimulus package passed because he can't get the Republicans to go along with it because they think it's too much money. Too much. But money. it's that's too right. much be, 
but the leadership doesn't want to spend that much money. But the people need it. A part yes. of this package is to help small businesses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's got he's got a mess on his hands. He really, really does. All right, Steve. We got to get out of here. See you tomorrow. <laughs> For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 